were starting the countdown to see how soon before I totally, totally screw things up. I'm telling you, this stretching is definitely difficult. And what I mean by that is that you have to realize that even though you're not doing squat, you think you're doing so daggone much. And I'm realizing that everything does need to be slow and methodical at a pace while practicing patience and that is just not my virtue or not my my forte i'm not really sure i'm sure my husband will correct me i'm telling you we were we were going down the road last night to pick up bubby he had gone to this uh event was hanging out with some friends they were doing laser tag and we're on our way to pick up bubby wyland my son and he said you know i was listening to some of your podcasts i said well yes and he said you know, it's gabapentin, not guabapentin. And when you say that you can't you can't figure out how to get paid bi weekly or every two weeks, because that's the same thing. You mean bi monthly, not <laughs> bi weekly. And I said yes. And he said, and you say you don't use notes, but I'm gonna call bull on that. He goes, I don't see how you can do it. I don't know how you're doing it. But okay, I don't ever see notes, so I guess that's a positive then you're not using notes but i'm gonna start walking in so i can help you and, and help you with your words and i said well i said i make mistakes all the time i said i don't intend on having a foolproof podcast i said i just needed an outlet and i just needed to have a place to chit chat i said i you know i said i'm just being me i said just kind of sharing and I said, so I kind of go with the moment. So if I, you know, say, like I said, hormones the other day, heart, horma, hor, I used to say warship, but it's worship, not a warship. Are you on a warship or are you going to, to church to worship? Worship, worship, hormones, hormones. Well, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. I might not get the word properly, but I'm trying. And I'm having a hard time with the quadratus lumborum because the way my mind works, like I'm thinking, what does that sound like with you, a word that you already know, laburnum, laburnum avenue. And that was an avenue that used to have a lot of traffic. So when I do the traffic on the air, I'd be like, well, you know, there's backups at laburnum avenue and it's the quadratus lumborum. But I'm going lumburnum. But it's not. It's lumborum. But anyway, that's a major muscle that's becoming my new best friend. But my husband was so kind. And he was instructing me, telling me. And I love it. Because at least he listened, you know. At least for two minutes or so, right? And so I was very grateful for that. And I'm like, you know, that's why I don't expect people to maybe, you know, listen to everything that I say. I'm just some chick that's talking and, you know, that's what I did on the radio and I love it and I just like to share and it's my outlet and I need to vent. And he's like, okay. And ooh, get this. See, I don't like listening to local radio because a lot of people that are on the air are people that have worked with me or fired me or... <laughs> are still on the air, and I'm bitter. I am a bitter woman. <laughs> but if I have a successful podcast, 
who will have the last laugh? Uh So, you know, I was thrilled this morning. This is how my day started. I was thrilled because I got this thing in the mail that said, you get three months serious radio for free. Love it. Then my doctor sent me a report saying, I think, Christy, you can quit drinking the Fiji water and go back to cheap old water if you want. So that's savings in my pocket right there. And I'm thrilled as punch. So I took my son to work. I went to the Harris Teeter to go get some pork because he's eating pork now, the other white meat, and strawberries and watermelon and grapes. And I got a salad too. And I, you know, and they don't cut their eggs up anymore. They put whole eggs on the salad bar. I think they should cut up eggs so they can be sliced and diced and put on your salad. And they didn't have feta cheese today, by the way, so I had to go with Parmesan. But I, I don't want a whole egg on my salad. I don't like yolks in my salad. When I eat a fried egg, a scrambled egg, a boiled egg, I'll eat the yolk. But on my salad, I want only whites. So I used to just go, and my husband would too when I was bedroom. He would shake out the yellow for me and just bring me the circle of white. Well, working on the salad bar with a whole egg, and you've only got one hand, because I don't want to sit there and look like I'm doing surgery, I'll take the tongs and I'll start squeezing the white of the egg. And then I'll be able to get that off. And then the yolk just kind of pushes right out. It's like you're giving birth. (laughs) I didn't think about that. It's like, it is. It's like you're giving birth. (laughs) Oh, sad, sad. But anyway, I shoot out the yolk in the bowl. So that way I just take my, my white. And I put that in my salad. And then I cut it up. So it's a treat for me to get the salad bar. So I get that and strawberries and trying to find my enemas enemas it's not an enema an intamens mini pound cake they don't have them right for some reason when i get on something i start buying it and then all of a sudden they quit making it how in the world am i going to find i mean i've got to have these little mini pound cakes i ate four the other night <laughs> at midnight i said wyland would you mind <laughs> could can i have some more pound cakes got i eaten two i didn't think i'd have more but I got two more, and then my husband bought a little pound cake, and he put it out. It was a whole little loaf of pound cake, and he put it out. It was frozen one. It was a Sara Lee, and he put it, because I love making pound cake. I had the best recipe for a pound cake, and you have to do egg, flour, egg, flour, egg, flour. And you have to alternate. It is the most incredible pound cake with this great crust, but exuding the energy and all at the moment isn't, something that I'm ready to do because I'm trying so hard to get back to being able to do things like that. But he did. He put a pound cake on the uh, on the kitchen counter and he came back and he said, so where's the pound cake? I said, well, I ate it. He goes, it wasn't a mini single serving. It was an entire loaf. I said, yes, but every time I kept cutting a piece, it just looked like I had it. It's like when you eat Pop-Tarts, you can't just eat one. You have to eat both of them because putting one back in the package just seems so sad. So I ended up eating the entire pound cake. My appetite's coming back a little bit. So anyway, I got these things from Harris Teeter, and then I'm going to the 7-Eleven because I'm getting me a soda pop. I am going to get my beverage because I went to sleep last night, not a Xanax in my system. I fell asleep naturally. I was tired 
and it was at a decent time and I woke up pretty good okay so I'm like wow my body's starting to feel like huh and you know I'm I'm walking and I'm feeling like I'm teetering because I know that my posture, I know I'm leaning forward, I'm going back, you know, and I haven't put my posture thing on my upright because I don't feel like listening to the buzzing yet. I'm not ready to, eh, you're not in position, eh, you're not in position. I'm trying to find it on my own, and it is quite difficult, if I may say so, quite difficult. And I'm trying to, like, stay upright and then not lean and then keep my neck done and, and all of this, and I'm, I'm trying to do these exercises and I was like, I need to get home and do them, but I'm going to stop and get a soda pop. Well, at this 7-Eleven, every now and then, they put somebody over there in the corner. So, and now, I don't like talking about when you donate money. Now, eventually, I would love to have the AWOL Zebra Foundation, and I'd love to be making a difference somehow. I don't have a problem with organizations. I don't have a problem with people asking for money. But when I'm going into the 7-Eleven to go pick up a beverage, it that dollar drink ends up costing me like 20 some dollars because you've got to donate. And so I'm going in and I see the person and they're like, good morning. And I'm like, good morning. And I just, and I could tell they wanted to start a conversation, but I just detoured, just boom, going right into the door. You know, the bell and the Salvation Army bothers me. I just, I'll give to you. I don't like, you know, but I don't like talking about giving money because I think that's tacky. I could be wrong, but like one time, my mom and I, we were in Hampton. We were going to the Walmart, and we had to cross from Coliseum Drive over Mercury to get into Walmart. I recollect things vividly, so my apologies. And as we're going through, I don't do this anymore because we have signs in Williamsburg that say, do not give money to people standing here and usually most people are standing at the sign that says do not do that and people are giving money out their windows and then if you don't do it you feel bad but then you're looking forward because the sign says don't do it but there's somebody standing there so what do you do when you feel bad but this man was standing at the intersection to cross over mercury and it was Christmas, and so I just reached in my purse and grabbed some cash, and I gave him some. Well, when I got to Walmart, my mom said, and my mom was behind me directly in her vehicle, and she then took money out of her thing, out of her wallet, and then gave him money, too. So when we got to the Walmart, oh, there was an interesting bathroom story that happened at this Walmart, but I can't tell. Well, yeah, mom, <laughs> I can't share. I, well, yeah, I could. <laughs> okay, my mom, oh, I shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. Oh, well. <laughs> it's it's nasty. I can't. But it was the funniest bathroom story I've ever. <laughs> this little girl. <laughs> okay. Well, my mom was trying. Was going in the restroom, and you know when you're in public toilets, you don't want to sit on the seat if you don't have that little paper. So my mom was very worried about um, you know, sanitation. So she wasn't sitting on the toilet. So you know you have to spread your legs a little bit apart and you have to squat. Well. There was this little girl, I guess, that was practicing the same method because her mother, I guess, was holding her up over the toilet. And bless her heart, the little girl, I guess, excreted bodily, you know, just as she pooped. And instead of it hitting the toilet, it shot off the toilet and landed on my mother's foot. <laughs>
were times when my mother and I would get together every Friday, and we had such a great relationship at that time. And it was, and bless her heart, she was just, she, it was so hard to spend the rest of the day with her shopping because she could only concentrate on her foot. <laughs> Take a swig of soda. Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm joking. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> so, we then go into the Walmart after we've both given money to this gentleman. And she's like, I don't normally do that, but I was wondering, how much did you give him? I want to make sure, what did you give him? And I was like, Mother, we don't talk about that. And then we went in, and they had an angel tree. And at the time, you'd take like a name off of the tree, and you would buy stuff for the child and stuff like that. So we decided to do that together. Well, then we were at work uh, like the next week, and then she was telling people all about, well, we did an angel tree. And I'm like, ah, that's just tacky. You don't do that. that. That's my opinion, and I could be very wrong. But I just, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, there's an angel tree, go donate. But it's another thing to be telling people that you've done it. That's just me. But the only reason why I'm telling you this story, because it does have something to do with something that happens to us. So, I'm going into the 7-Eleven, and I bypass, and I detour, and I feel bad. And the woman that's at the register, I'm like, man, I hate it when y'all have people out there out front. It just, it puts me in an awkward position. And she goes, well, the owner really thinks a lot of those people. And then I'm like, okay, something else to make me feel even worse. And I walk out and I'm like, okay, fine. Do you have any paperwork that you can give me? And she's like, well, yes. And you can't say, oh, I don't have cash on it. Because now they all take cards, you know, everything. It just is to me and they've got every way around it. So, and I want to help, but you can only help but so many people. And <laughs> when you're like your your own, <laughs> you have to donate to yourself every now and then. It's, I mean, <laughs> this illness isn't cheap. We've discussed this. So I take the information and I get back to my truck and I get in there and I'm like, I'm driving away and I'm like, screw it. I am not going to go home and add this to my list of stuff. I'm not going to go home and look at the computer. And she was nice to me. So I drive back up. I get a spot right in front of her. And I said, you'll take my card, right? And she goes, yeah. I said, okay, here, you know, would you, you know, blah, blah, you know, put this on my card and, and there. And they had stuff like you could take. I'm like, I don't want anything. I just, you know, and I don't understand it. They asked me for a donation, but they never asked me if I want to buy one of the t-shirts or the candles that they have in front of them. And I feel like, you know, I don't need anything that they've done. I just give them some money. That's the whole purpose of it. But they never offered me the T-shirts. And so they had a really cool Sublime one there today. And I'm like, I wanted to ask about it. But I was like, I'll just donate and go. And so I do that. And then I get back in the truck. And just as soon as I get in the truck, I reach for my seatbelt and pop my shoulder. <laughs> just so I'm like, no good deed. There we go. No good deed. My mom gave money and the little girl pooped on her shoe. And then, boo. 
I gave money and then my shoulder popped out. Now that is not saying that you give money and bad things will happen to you. It's just, I thought it was kind of funny and I had to laugh at it because that is our illness. Is it not? I mean, these things happen and we have to figure out how to navigate through life when these issues happen. I had to look at the fact, hey, I was at the 7-Eleven two years ago. I wasn't doing that. So there's a plus. I'll get my shoulder back in. It's not a problem. It's my titanium shoulder. I can figure it out. And it's really tight, but it's okay. But this is how our lives are. You pick up a laundry basket. You screw a top on a jar. You pop out a finger. Little things like that. So that's why it's best not to do much of anything if you can, but to do it carefully. And these exercises that I am doing, I'm telling you what, they are, they are doozies. They really, really, really are. But I came up with something and I've been doing it for the past couple of days and I'm going to share it with you. It's up to you if you decide you want to do it or not. And if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong if it doesn't work. But for me, it seems to be working. And I've asked a few other people to do it, and they've had some success as well. So I will share it with you. We have that collapsing feeling, you know, when you feel like you're starting to collapse. And it's in the middle. It's your core. Well, I had it, and I had no control over it. And that was when I had fascial adhesions that were pulling my ribs in pulling my hip in, little things like that. And as I released those fascial adhesions, my body started opening up. But the problem is I don't have enough strength in my joints. So I'm slipping everywhere and I'm kind of doing everything. So the purpose of these exercises is to retrain my ribs on my right side to open up so that the right side isn't overworking and not working properly so that the left side will catch up and I have a lot of pain on my left side but everything is overworking on the right side but the quadratus lumborum that is super tight and as I mentioned I was in so much pain yesterday when I went to PT I'm like I am trying to find a rhyme and or reason for what triggers my body and what makes me hurt well now that the adhesions are released from my muscles I am able to feel the muscles when they start getting tighter it is a miserable feeling like you feel it bunching up you really really do you feel it bunching up like the more I'm up standing up doing things it was like I was at the grocery store and I'm like this is wonderful what can I do I'll go wash my truck I'll go through the car wash and then vacuum. I'm like, no, you idiot. You're just now feeling a little bit better. Don't screw it up. You have to go home and 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 tap off the strawberries. I got to take the caps off and cut them up and put sugar on them so they'll develop in their own juices. So I've got three packages of strawberries. They were three for $10. You couldn't beat it. And you've got to cut those up and put your meat up. You don't need to be going and doing the truck and then coming home and doing the groceries you just don't have you got to and you don't have your body moving properly enough don't be an idiot so I passed on that but I came home to try to do the things and I'm doing the exercises and 
as I said, you have to be slow and methodical about doing them. But I am feeling my ribs actually, and this is kind of gross, but kind of cool. Like I am feeling popping in my, my butt. Like I'm feeling my ribs repositioning. I am feeling my diaphragm popping. I am feeling like my stomach on the inside feels like it's building blocks, like Lego box blocks are being built up into my stomach to help me stand up tall. I hope that makes sense. But I noticed, and I started doing this, and I had so much success with it, I'm like, I have to share. When you start feeling that collapsing, like, I don't know what point you are, if you've got fascial adhesions or you just have some tight muscles, you know, we're so flexible, but our muscles still get tight. So I don't expect to be back into DCC jump split body form here, but I do need to be not so tight. So when I am lying down and I put my head or put my, my hands in my head and I put my elbows back and I'm on the floor, my left arm doesn't, my elbow doesn't really hit the floor. It's so tight. And when I turn and drop my legs when they're bent to the right to stretch out my QL on the left side, it's intense. It's pain. It's a lot of stretching. And then I keep working on trying to push my elbow into the floor. But it's extremely tight. When I drop my legs to the left, my right arm is just comfortably on the floor. There's no tightness there. But there's a lot of tightness in the QL. So every time I get up and I start doing things, my left side, my glute max, my rectus abdominis, all of those muscles start tightening up. So what I need to do is unbunch them. And I've been using my muscle hook, and I think maybe I perhaps overdone it. So you have to do these things methodically, slowly, all things that I do not do well. But I still use my muscle hook, but right now I'm just working on the stretching. And what I did was I started lying down flat on my back, and then you reach your arms above your head. Now, just tell me if this isn't true. Whichever side hurts the most is your tighter side. I'm curious to find out if other people, I have a focus group of one, but I would like to have more people tell me. It, it seems to be the side that you are the tightest on is the side that you have the pain on and you have to release. And what's happening is as you're going through the day, everything's bunching up. So I reach above my head. I put my hands behind my head as flat as I can. And then my goal is to raise my hips up one at a time. So I would raise my right hip up to my ear while lowering my left and then vice versa. And another way to think about it is your feet, your toes are up to the ceiling, and what you're doing is just push away from your body and your foot for like one, two, three. I've told you this before, but one, two, three, and then switch, and then do the left side, one, two, three. But by adding the arms in it, and when you, when you reach with your left foot, reach with your left arm. And then when you do your right, do the exact same thing. That gave me a little bit more time over the course of the days I've been doing this. 
and it really is making a difference. I've been using the muscle hook, yes, but there is something about, it's like you need to have a string at your feet and a string at your head pulling you. You know, like traction is kind of what we need, I think, because our body is scrunching up because we can't keep proper posture and our muscles aren't strong enough. So what you need to do is you need to be pulled and stretched. And the only way I can figure out how to do it is like I said, lying on your back and doing that stretch. It took away so much pain for me every time I've been doing it that I'm incorporating it into my my stretches and my exercises. It also causes a lot of pain in the sense that you have a, you don't want to stretch out, you don't want to overdo it. And again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. I am just, and I'm sure you're not listening to me and looking for advice or anything like that. But I'm just sharing with you that this is something that seemed to help me. And it's part of an exercise that was given to me by the PT. That, you know, the PT that says we cannot let anybody else have this manual. But I am still working on getting that manual. But that stretching seems to help. And it starts it starts making me realize that my rectus abdominis is a little bit tight. And then I start kind of reaching in there and kind of pushing down on that muscle on the left side. And that's the only thing that seems to have been helping me for the past couple of days with my pain. Using the muscle hook and pulling in on the QL, all that's great, but I need that lengthening. And that for me has been a big lifesaver. Now, we'll see how things are at the end of the day after I've chopped up the strawberries and, you know, got the meat put up and do some paperwork and some laundry because I'm excited. I'm able to do a few things, but I don't want to overdo it. So I'm walking by the dust and, and, you know, trying to do things methodically to make sure that I don't mess up everything that I've been working on and I'm telling you once you start releasing those adhesions once you start being able to be aware of how your body is I feel like we can get more control and have better days and have less crippling days but you have to take care of your body it took me it took me 23 minutes to do my exercises and I think I think I did them all yeah I think because they're starting to get confusing but I, I think I did them all and I need to do them again that was 23 minutes and it can even probably go out to 30 but so you've got to be able to set aside that time it might not seem like much but for our bodies it is and then at the same time not abusing my body and by doing a lot of bending and stuff. I can't be fooled by the little bit of improvement that I have. That way I can build on every improvement slowly and maybe have more days where I'm not having to be so methodical. Now, yes, we'll always have to be cautious when we're doing things and and look to make sure we don't, because I'm telling you, I was walking in my yard and we had moles at one point, and sometimes the yard isn't level. And if I step into a little bit lower level ground, it jars my body. And that's, it can be painful. 
So it is like retraining my body how to do things and then retraining my mind to realize I just can't go around and do all that I used to do. I need to be slow and methodical. So on that note, I am going to go get my son, then come home and do strawberries and I got watermelon and wash my grapes and so excited and cut. I got another pound cake and I'm going to cut that up and put them in little baggies to see if I can let it, <laughs> let it last more than a serving. I mean, one loaf pan of pound cake is like one serving, wouldn't you think? <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I hope your pain is minimal today at best. I hope you are able to do the activities you want to. And thank you for following us on AWOL Zebra on Spotify. And the Instagram thing seems to be doing pretty good. I'm, I, this is interesting. I just haven't quite figured it out. But this is fun for me. And I hope uh, it helps you a little bit. Thank you so much for being here. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.